Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called You and Your Sheet. I boarded the bus with sleepy eyes and a heart filled with expectation at what I was going to see and learn on our first day in Israel. As we drove north from the Tel Aviv area, we passed many businesses that were familiar, from high-tech companies to McDonald's and retail stores, neighborhoods that could have been Irvine, California, filling stations selling gas for $6 a gallon. But where the bus stopped that morning was a huge expanse resting on the ancient Mediterranean shore. Caesarea Maritima, which means by the sea, was an important Roman city, seaport. It was where Pilate lived at Herod's palace. In fact, near the amphitheater, there's a stone tablet with an inscription of the name Pontius Pilate and dedicated to Tiberius Caesar, who nominated him as procurator. We took our seats, or rather placed our seats, on the stone rows of that amphitheater and considered Peter's experience at Caesarea 2,000 years ago. In Acts chapter 10, God speaks through visions and through an angel and the voice of the Spirit with the message, a relationship with me through Jesus the Messiah is for all people. Now stop. Before we take another look at this, clear your mind. Ask God to speak to you as you listen. Seriously. Take a moment and ask God to speak from His Word to you today. So, besides the message of no racism, no favoritism in the church that we have gleaned from Acts 10, there's something else we need to take from Peter's vision. God let Peter know that something was in the way in their relationship. Take a brief look or listen to this, and then I'll explain how it rocked me on my limestone seat. Luke writes, Peter went up on the flat roof to pray. It was about noon and he was hungry. But while the meal was being prepared, he fell into a trance. He saw the sky open and something like a large sheet was let down by its four corners. In the sheet were all sorts of animals, reptiles and birds. Then a voice said to him, Get up, Peter, kill and eat them. No, Lord, Peter declared, I have never eaten anything that our Jewish laws have declared impure and unclean. But the voice spoke again. Do not call something unclean if God has made it clean. The same vision was repeated three times. Then the sheet was suddenly pulled up to heaven. Peter was very perplexed. What could the vision mean? Okay, so for Peter, Jewish law had gotten in the way of his relationship with God. God showed him that that through the animals on the sheet. Indeed, God was breaking down the walls between Jew and Gentile. In case you didn't read about it, you can go to pastorwoman.com and find This Changes Everything. Here's the thing. God was looking to change Peter's heart. We all have barriers that keep us from God's best for us. Fact is, God can use any old thing to get our attention. He got Peter's attention with a sheet. He used a bush for Moses. 
a donkey for Balaam, right? Talking real talk, if God were to lower a sheet from heaven to you or me, saying, Hey, Chris, you've let this thing come between us. I know you haven't stopped to think about it, but if you do, if you will listen, I will tell you. And it's important because it, or this thing, is stifling my power and presence in your life. What would it be? What is the stopper or barrier in your relationship with God? That thing that limits Him from being fully God in your life. That thing that keeps you from being fully you in Him. What is on your sheet that comes between you and God? Is it busyness? Oh God, I mean to spend time with you. I want to start my day with you. But you know how it is, God, right? I mean, I wake up to 17 messages that need to be addressed. Besides, there's... Hmm. Is it worry? God, you know that I pray to you all the time about my concerns. But the fact is, my concerns are really worries, if I'm honest. God, you know my husband or my wife... My children are far from you, and the disparity haunts me. Honestly, it seems I obsess about my kids' futures at times. Is the barrier your own selfish desires or greed? God, I'd really like to be closer to you, but I have a lot of things to do, all these things to accomplish, so I think I'll just keep you at arm's length, okay? Well, I guess you're not okay, and neither am I. But that's all I've got to give right now. Yet, these things you have to do are keeping a barrier between you and God. Or is it your thoughts of other people and what they might think of you? Only you can be honest and think about the barrier you might have between you and God. The sheet, like it is in Peter's case. Because while your sheet separates you from God in some fashion, it also leaves you weighed down with things you do not need to carry. When you let God take your sheet, you are free. I hope you'll think about this. Maybe reread it. Listen to it. Ask God if there's something between you and He. And as a friend reminded me the other day, if these messages um, are relevant and vital to you, someone told me yesterday she prints them out and gives them out to people, and I would just ask you to hit reply on your um, email. Let me know, would you? Or go to pastorwoman.com. And if you're moved, if they speak to you and you'd like to contribute, that would be so very, very appreciated. It's just 100% uh, supported by listeners and people who read. Um, Okay, God bless your day.